welcome to The League Presents Bite Me. I'm Josh Fox. Hi, I'm Becky Anderson. Hi, I'm Chris Longhurst. Hello, I'm Grant Howard. Hey, I'm Jay Isles. Oh, we totally forgot to introduce what we're doing on this show. I'm the GM, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long we've forgotten. Thank what? God we've reached the end of this campaign with a fully professional mindset. <laughs> Shall we record that again? <laughs> oh, I think we're, we're doing fine. Okay. Look, let, let's keep the momentum oh, okay. going. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, jo- Josh, what are we doing? You're, you're on episode seven. You're not <clears throat> dropping in just to see, are you? Um, Josh, what are we doing? What are we doing? So, recap from the last two episodes of the last session. Uh, we had just found or seen in the newspaper that uh, someone had been killed and hung from the town bridge. And so the pack met up at... The Goose, the local pub, which is sort of owned and run by the pack, uh, and had like an extended meeting about it. And I, in no particular order, uh, Grace confronted Ruby about whether she was responsible for the for the murder, uh, because previously Ruby has done uh, similar murders <laughs> or murder, uh, and revealed to Kraken that when she left the pack all those years ago, she actually did it to cover for Ruby and not because she herself had done anything wrong. Ruby implied that she'd be willing to take over as Alpha, but Grace told her it was too late for that now, and anyway, the Alpha shouldn't be someone so close to them. Uh, Grace told the pack that they would need to focus on dealing with this rather than the Redcoats, uh, which is quite a big deal considering how much has been going on with the Redcoats recently. And while all that was going on, um, or in and around it, a weird couple came into the pub and gave Fiona this kind of scary, wild feeling um, that worried Fiona greatly. But when Fiona checked with Kraken, he was like, no, they seem normal to me. Uh, And so so that was that. Uh, While they were doing that, they were observed by a very obvious and nevertheless unnoticed Redcoat spy. Anyway, so that all happened. Um, And then responding to the the, the murder, Kraken went off to check the boundaries. One of the things the pack has done is set up mystical boundaries between the wild and town. Uh, and it seems that those boundaries were broken. And indeed, you found a desecrated cairn and the pack set to repairing those cairns. Um, and while while attempting to repair one of the cairns, the cairns um, Grace and Fiona, I think it was, uh, were ambushed by redcoats who seemed to appear from two directions and start taking pot shots at them. But the Redcoats were basically murderised. Um, like, it, it initially seemed to be going quite badly for Grace and uh, Fiona, and then the entire pack boiled out of the woods and just slaughtered them. Uh, except for one, which they kept alive in order that Grace and Kraken could have sex on his dead body and sacrifice him a as a dedication to the characterization of what happened. Near. Near his dead uh, body. Yeah. I think he was kept alive for yeah. the sacrifice, yeah. and then he just happened to be around afterwards. Uh, sure, okay. I mean, potato, <laughs> potato. It was, it was some combination <laughs> of sacrifice, sex, and that guy. All of those, yeah. all of the things I said happened. So 
you, you, you're wasting your time arguing, quite frankly. Anyone who wants to can go back and listen to the episode <laughs> to check if I'm telling the truth. Um, anyway, and then Jericho, the dead uh, former Alpha, had a funeral. Uh, or I, I've written down... We I've laid written down him rest. He was funeralised, which I don't think is right, but anyway, a, there was a funeral <laughs> for him. Um, and various people expressed their feelings, not all of them positive, in fact, probably not even the majority positive about Jericho. And then uh, there was the sound of sirens coming from the direction of town and looking back across the the fields towards town, the flames could be seen. And that's what happened. Did I, have I forgotten anything important, anyone? Anyone who can remember? <laughs> I think I, I seem to remember that like we accepted Grace as the leader of the pack uh, at, at the end of the like because that's been something which has been which we've been working with for a while. And so at, at the end of the funeral, we sort of welcomed in the new alpha. And I think that we hmm. um, okay. we reestablished a boundary, didn't we? I think you said that we felt it kind of shut, yeah. click back into place. Or yes, a hundred percent. All of the cans have now been rep- repaired, and that means that there is now a boundary keeping things from moving between town and country keeping them but important yes mm. correct keeping them from moving between town and country that's correct but importantly it hasn't expunged them from the town it's just trapped those that were in there that in there is also correct <laughs> probably ought to go and deal with those okay well um should we time in should i yeah. yeah yeah awesome so um yeah what do you do you see you hear the sirens you see the fire what do you do um then i will call the pack to me and um we will return to town i will google to up what's see what's going on oh yeah you can do that can't you, you google up what's happening this is britham not flipping <laughs> downtown okay, fine. i'll call Boy. someone i know in britham and ask them what's happening <laughs> <laughs> Look out your window, what's on fire? It's tiny village town. You can, anyone in there will be able to see what's going on from their window. Uh, yeah, cool, okay. You can... Uh, I think we've previously had you calling the guy from the Britham Crier. I forget who it was now, but anyway. Um, he'll be like... What, what, what time of day is this? It's quite, quite late, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's the like... middle of the night when we did the whole like funeral mm, thing, wasn't it? It was... Yeah, okay. Um, nevertheless, I reckon he answers the phone straight away um, and says, Fiona? Hi, so up. I hear something's on fire. What's the uh, What's the scoop? Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. What? Uh, you're not going to like it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Is it my house? <clears throat> no, it's, it's not that. Exciting for you. Well, I don't know. It well, depends what you. Well, stop keeping me in suspense and just tell me. <laughs> What's on fire? <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's that it's the pub, mate. I'm I'm really the, sorry. The it's, goose. Uh, Is everyone yeah. all right? Uh, it, too early to tell. A lot of people milling around here. Huh. Fire engines. Uh, there are definitely some people who've. Who've bailed out from there? Um, I haven't yet had a chance to interview them all. Some quite interesting stories coming out. I bet there are. Like what? Like how did it, how did it start? What happened? 
like uh, it seemed to start all at once like suddenly they're all having their their dinner there and then suddenly it's on fire and I mean I don't want to uh, just a second just a second you hear the sound of him walking um, and what you, you'd been able to hear quite a bit of noise yeah. in the background and that noise seems to sort of damp down a little bit as he walks and he says so um, I don't know quite how to explain this so I and don't don't push this about, all right? Um, there's this story about some kind of scary animal or something being in the pub when it was on fire. Um, I don't know. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense, to be honest with you. And I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering whether somebody spiked the booze or something. An animal, and then everything catches fire. That. No. I mean, it's a little bit garbled, but it sounded more like everything caught fire and then there was an animal. That's an even stranger order of events. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put a lot of stuff <coughs> in it, but I've spoken to two people and they both mentioned it, so... Um, huh. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's pretty odd. Well, thanks for letting me know. Um, I, I will be the soul of discretion, as usual. Yeah, I mean, at least until... Until tomorrow's printing, eh? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> you better believe this is going on the front page. Oh yeah, it's uh, it it's 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 news. All right, well, thanks for <clears throat> thanks for keeping me in the loop. Uh, drop me a line if you need anything. All right. Will do, mate. Um, sorry about your pub, eh? And I know you really like that place. Yeah. Where will we go drinking now? All right. To the George, I suppose. Mm. Sandwiches aren't as good. Yeah, smells a bit funny too. Anyway, that is a discussion for another time. I'll let you get back to it. See you later. See ya. Are we going to have to cover this up? Uh, if we're going to have to cover this up, we're going to have to move fast. Are you telling us about the animal? Yeah, we're going to relay what he said pretty much verbatim. Then Grace will say, were, there's, were, were there family in the pub? Were there members of our bloodline in there? I think everyone... Who do you count as family? Well, we have a thing, don't we, that... Um, that the I thought that we had a thing that the werewolf nature was latent oh, yeah. in our blood, and when there was a tragedy or crisis... It yeah, brought the wolf out in people who had not yet been turned, and they're either going to be members of our bloodline who hadn't yet been turned, or oh. if, as I was, I was somebody who was in your territory when the tragedy happened, and so that means the pack gets a claim on me. But it's so it sounds to me like there's a freshly turned wolf. I would like to harness the wolf. Um, and see if I can smell any new werewolves, or like, or like someone who's like just gener someone who's generated big old werewolf glands that is running around. So, do you want to wait until you're at the site of the pub before doing that, or are you going to do it? I, I, you know, I don't know which way the wind is, but I figured I was going to stick my head out the window and, and have a have a smell. I figured, like, we're like, what five yeah, minutes we're away? Yeah, we're on our way in the car or whatever. Yeah, if we assume you're in the car, um, it's not far to town. Is um, it? Like, and. You know what? I will be smelling, and I will carry on smelling as we arrive when I get an eight. Sorry, a ten. Oh, nice. That's a good roll. Uh, so you get what three questions? Is it? Mm -hmm. or is it two? 
it's three uh, off this of the, this oh. PDF I have here, but I'm willing Let's to defer to you. Yeah, it was nice of them. Um, where is the trail? So where, like, where is the trail to this wolf? This animal that we're talking about. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So. Yeah. So there, there is a. Hang on a minute. Let me just see what other questions you might ask before I give you information that. Hmm. Okay. So. Yeah, you 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 can smell a trail of something for sure. Like when you when you're initially just sniffing out the window, you're just getting a whiff of something. Smoke, I imagine. Well, quite a bit of smoke, yeah, mm. and something kind of wild, uh, vermi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're de- you get. Well, it's, you know, it's hard to then. Not like us. Un- like so, so werewolves have a, have a fairly common smell. You're you're all fundamentally wolves, right? Them, they they're quite varied in in how they appear and, right, and okay. their nature. So this smells important, but you're get- not us. What you're getting is a smell of. Um, like a a deeper smell of burning um okay like so you've got the, the 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 smell of the smoke from the fire and then you've got a smell of something darker and more pungent like i don't know someone's burnt some white sage or something something that's deliberately been burnt to make a strong smell okay cool. um, that's possible that is possible um, when you get to the pub, the pub is like seriously ablaze. This is not like a mere toaster fire. Um, the whole thing is um, on fire, and they've had to evacuate several buildings either side. The, the fire brigade are, are all over it. Um, it takes you a little while before you're able to locate the trail because the trail comes out on the other side of the pub where the where the beer garden is and it's a little bit tricky to get around there but when you eventually do um yeah you'll you'll find this trail that's kind of heading off through uh through people's back gardens from the looks of things i might stay behind at the pub if there are a huge amount of injured people being unattended to Mm. Um, there, there are lots of them around. What, uh, did you have... Are they are they pouring water on the building? <laughs> the the ones in red are doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are there enough paramedics to go around everybody? Oh sure, that yeah, that yeah. sort of um, thing, or like. So Britham itself obviously is fairly small. I don't know if it has a hospital. Um, I reckon the nearest big hospital will be Reading, right? And it looks like they've basically poured um, half the hospital down on this place. Um, 
it's a it's a big fire lots of people have um been taken out with they've got masks on them and, and what have you um there's a lot going on here Um, do I think, Josh, that I my medical skills are not required in this situation? I mean, you can obviously use your medical skills on any individual that you think might need them, um, and it might help. No, that's not what. Sorry, um... but you, you're not needed in, in a kind of if you don't get involved, then an extra half dozen people cark it, kind of. Okay, I, I think that's what I needed to know because, like, if the medic, if the paramedics are here and they've got things under control, then I will not see my primary duty is to um, protect this town by having people not die in it. Um, so, in which case, I think that we need to. I'll be clear that the thing that ran out of the pub was one of them, capital T. I I can't tell. Don't we? Yeah. Um, like I have, I, I we've all got great senses of smell. I don't know whether it was someone burning sage to deliberately mask their scent. I don't know whether it was someone burning sage to deliberately attract us because it was a strong smell, or whether it was just what this thing smelled like. But it didn't smell like a wolf. No, nah, it smells like someone burning sage. Then we've got to find it and take it outside right. the boundary before it does it somewhere else. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, follow the trail through the back gardens then. Okay. Hang on a minute. This I'll thing hit our territory. It hit the pub. So who's mm. out of you three? Whose house is closest to the pub? Not mine. Mm. Grace, I think. Um, Ruby, I think. Oh, my my house is burnt oh. already. Well, not 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 by, by mm. fire, but oh, um, uh, Fiona. Uh, so just just out of character, Fiona. I think you and I both live fairly far outside of the centre of town. I haven't established that, but that's fine. Okay, cool. Let's 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 put your let's put your flat near the, right. near the pub then. And um, don't forget, uh, Kraken. You've still got two questions. Very well. Um, where do the pack need to be? Ooh. Yeah, shortcut that deduction that we don't need. <laughs> um, yeah, that's interesting. Are you more interested in sort of strategically what ought you to do to be safe and together, or are you more interested in more of following the trail? Uh, following the trail, I believe, in in in, in as much as um, like. We we've decided as a pack we need to get this thing and get it outside the boundary, the boundary, cool, cool. Uh, whatever's going on. So yeah, where do we need to be? Cool. Okay. So, um, Fiona, I'm gonna ask you a question. Where where some somewhere in town, there is a place that is part of the town, but it's been abandoned and all but forgotten where is that place there is there's there's a little church um i imagine that the congregations moved to a, a bigger and fancier church this is like some tiny medieval building that's been a church since churches were a concept pretty much 
Um, and someone, yeah, the congregation moved on to a fancier church, maybe one with running water or something. And a bunch of people put up a bunch of metal fences around it just to keep people out. And um, every spring, somebody, nobody knows who, goes to those fences and sellotapes daffodils to each of the uprights. Mm. That's a real place. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love quirky English towns, don't you? Yeah, it's too good not to use. Mm. Britain is deeply weird. Um, fine, fine, good. Um, so yeah, you follow you follow the trail through um, back gardens, basically. Um, where it seems like I, I think it's it's one of these things where there's like an alleyway running between two fenced gardens so actually they're, they're not moving initially they move through a few gardens and then they then they follow this this kind of footpath this back, back alley footpath and hmm. the you're getting now that now that you're away from the smell of the pub you're getting a stronger sense of of this smell. It's definitely you're continuing to sense the this this kind of pungent burnt scent. But you are also smelling like people. Hmm. Um and Tories, and we can smell a Tory. What's a, tor- like, what's a Tory smell like? We can. I don't know. I'm not a werewolf, <laughs> but I think that I think that smell, like like the white the they keep in the... their pocket. Yes, gunpowder. gunpowder. Yeah, actually, yes. Yeah, sorry, Joe. That's much better. Gunpowder. Yeah. Um, yeah and okay. privilege. Cool. <laughs> gunpowder, gunpowder and privilege. privilege. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you may, that's you may the smell of a game, like, though. <laughs> That is a title. Like, that like, is a title of a game. Basically, basically, what I mean is there. Like, there is a way in which someone, someone was a hunter who even, uh, sorry, one of the red coats. Even when they weren't actively hunting us, we could set, we could tell by the way they dress and carry themselves. I assume there's a smell, but also gunpowder. Yeah, so you don't smell gunpowder, but maybe you do smell a bit of privilege. So it's a bit hard to, uh, <laughs> hard to be sure. Um, you also smell. Um, you smell. Hmm. Uh, Grace, what what smell do you associate with Suresh? Suresh. Um. Um. He's out front most of the time, isn't he? he doesn't get involved in the cooking. Don't know. Uh, he's he's all over the place, I think. So I think it's going to be, you know, when you go into an old pub and there's that kind of this, you know, when, you know, in an old pub, they used to have those kind of towels, like little mini towels on the bar to like soak up the beer drips. Yeah. You know, the sort of thing I mean. Yeah, they're usually branded yeah, now. They're, well, they're branded back, back in the day. They're, they're usually Carlsberg like a, they're, they're plastic. Feekstons yeah, or yeah. whatever. Mm. And that they used to have a kind of a smell of not just a smell of wet towel about them, but a smell of 
beer wet towel? Yes, That's definitely. That's the smell I associate with Suresh. Because he's always standing at the front of the bar behind all of the soaked towels. Poor old Suresh. Yes. That is a dreadful thing to have associated mm. with you. Nevertheless, you catch a whiff of that. Mm. I think he should just be grateful he doesn't work in a fish and chip shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I think we should probably like send scouts round, uh, circle them, see if there's anything... We can spot. Like, um, we don't want to commit and go into there until we're sure of the lay of the land. I'm going to send Ashleen round one way and Ruby. Can you go around the other? Certainly. Are you still you. in in wolf form, Ruby? I'm, I, I, I'm pretty sure you've been in wolf form for a while when... Yeah. I thought it was probably easier just to use human words for that, but I assume that was all communicated through like body language and gestures. Okay, cool, fine. Um, so, uh, so I'll sneak around the side. I assume this area is quite overgrown and such. Yeah, so. right. So, so basically, the back of this. Plenty of um, just to, to draw out the the obvious, you've, you, you've been drawn along this trail to to this old church, and on the uh, the back is uh, an old uh, I was going to say quarry, but that's not quite right. It's a junkyard. So there's this junkyard, and uh, that's separated off. By the the fence that Fiona described, and then on the other side, it, it um, there's a there's a graveyard, and the graveyard opens up onto a street, not a particularly central or well-known street, and both the junkyard and the um, graveyard are disused, overgrown. There's brambles there's quite a few like saplings starting to grow it's starting to reforestify a bit here uh, and yeah for sure uh, you, you you almost sort of feel like you are at the boundary of the forest um, and in fact which way do you go street or junkyard Okay, cool. Yeah, because she's got clothes. She's got her boots on. <laughs> um, the junkyard um, is is it almost even more liminal because it's it's kind of powerfully town. You know, it's full of all these rusted <laughs> cars and what have you, but it is also powerfully wilderness. Um, because everything in it is totally choked. And if you've seen those sort of pictures on the internet of like old cars that have been completely consumed by the forest, and you can only tell they're there because the holes where the windows are and um, that kind of thing, it's got that kind of feel about it. Um, and in the dark, you hear the hoot of an owl um, perched on like an old crane or something. And the church. You can see 
light in the windows. Uh, not not um, sharp electric light, but something dimmer and more flickery. All right. Mm, yeah, probably. Candily. So I'll keep my on that one eye on that owl because I don't trust owls, <laughs> um, and try and get it closer to the windows. Okay. Try and sneak up. Oh, well, it's it's a traditional old church, so it's got um, stained glass. Quite difficult to look through. Mm, it's true, but it's quite old, so presumably some of them have been broken. Or yeah, that's that's probably a fair bet, isn't it? Um, well, they could be. But yeah, but you don't want to. Like, <laughs> that might draw attention somewhat. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I know. And if there's a glass window with a hole in it that I can look through, I'll look through it. Otherwise, I'll try and find an entryway. And if if you'd rather have this uh, have a dramatic reveal when when we're like we kick in the front door, that's absolutely fine, Josh. Just let us know. So. Gonna... So I figure, I figure the three of us who aren't scouting are gonna are gonna run in and start causing shit. So the plan, Grace? Yeah, Daisy should stay out here. Yeah, makes sense. Are you okay? Uh, now you mention it, Daisy doesn't seem to be with you. What the fuck? When did, where did we lose Daisy along the line? Well, she was with you at the funeral. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and but she didn't get a lift, a lift with us back and she'd go home with someone else was she in the car I mean you're all spread out you're probably quite difficult to know because you've got more than one car mm. you? I think it's entirely possible mm. to lose track of her yeah she she might have come back with you in the car or she might not she's not a, ki- a kid there, there were more there were more people than us at the funeral and we all would have scrambled yeah. to get home once we saw the fire so it's possible we just like she might have been in the car with us, but it didn't matter. Uh, is is it relevant that she's missing? Is she on fire in the church? <laughs> I'll, send her a, I'll send her a text message. So like, where are you at? <laughs> cool, fine. You do that. Um, I'm just trying to figure out whether you are going to see anything through this damn window. Um, Say what your principles demand, Josh. Play with an open hand, my friend. <sighs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if I had my principles in front of me? Uh, the what you what you see is a, a really fucking dark room. Okay, so it is it's dark in there, um, but there are candles lit, and you can see um, people. There's going to be like. It's quite crowded in there. Like the, the, this is quite a small church, right? Um, I I reckon you can see a dozen people, or you know, the sense of maybe a dozen people. Probably your ang- your angles aren't going to let you count them very easily. Um, and you spot in the light a a flash of. Um, the, the, the swirling tattoo that you've seen that you've seen before um, and you can also see something like something big um, something misshapen and like 
it's not in the right place to be a statue or something like that which you initially think oh it's just some weird gargoyle and then you think well what's it doing in the middle of the church um it's really hard to tell what it is could you roll to act on instinct i think there's a chance that you'll be spotted here certainly right rolling plus feral and my feral of Wrong plus two. There we go. Ah, that is a twelve. That's quite a good roll. Uh, and I think, unless I'm misremembering this roll, that just means you do it. You get a bonus or something. Yeah. Yes. So I uh, do it. I describe how I succeed and give it a little flourish. Oh, yes. A flourish. And take plus one Patpool. Patpool. How are we doing on Patpool? So That's a good point. Yeah, that, that's it. That might come eleven. Up, eleven. Really... Ha ha ha. Yes. That's. That's good to know. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I think I maybe... So was this looking through one of the windows? Yeah, that's right. So I, I reckon you are having to stand on tiptoes to get to a gap in the window. You're like stood on, on a gravestone or something. And just imagine this little wolf sitting on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think... Um, yeah, probably that owl hoots again and, you know, draws eyes to where I'm looking through the window, but I was ready for that <laughs> because I was keeping an eye on that owl and I saw it winding up, Busted so I was already out. dropped down by that point and was sort of padding away and I'm sort of g- going to circle back round to where the pack is. Cool. Okay, we'll convene. What's going on? There's lots, lots of, of them in there. In there. What? Uh, yes. People with these swirls upon them and a creature of some sort. It's towering, odd, does not belong here. How, how many? This is, this is something we can fight? There's a dozen or so of them. That's not oh. good. Um, Fiona, yes. how quickly can you... Um, bait a load of red coats into coming here. I was thinking here. much the same thing. Hang on, hang on a minute. Yeah. Just because those people in there have got blue swirls in them doesn't mean they're still not the people we're supposed to be protecting. That doesn't mean that they've completely lost yeah. their minds, does it, Ruby? I was agreeing with you, Griffiths. You don't need to twist the knife. Have a duty of care. We can't we can't just keep smashing our enemies one into each other again and again until the conflict boils up into an inferno. Not inside this town, anyway. We're sworn to protect this town and those yes. people. So we should go talk to them? It? We might be able to negotiate it into just leaving if we open a path for it. Can we do that without breaking the wards? Someone just got yeah. done breaking the wards, we just got done fixing them. I'll gladly let it out. This isn't a trick. Let's go in. Okay. So. Yeah, let's go. Nick. We should be ready to strike if it goes wrong. Yes? Always ready, really. Completely. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask my third question, Ooh, Josh. Nice. Ooh. Okay. What do they really want? <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so see if you are if you ask that now, you're going to get quite an oblique answer because it's quite difficult to see how you could learn that. I could, I could smell just it. Smelling, yeah. I'll, I'll give you something. I'm not going to. No, that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I will. I will. I will. Um, when we go in, then I'll use that as my mm. uh, as, as my revelatory. Yeah, I'll I'll let you know once you've once you've had a little bit of conversation okay. with them, you can get a good sense of what they're really up to. Okay, cool. So you're going in the the front door, I guess. I mean, yeah. there probably is only one door to this thing. Isn't I'll there? go in mm. first. And. Just, just so we know, who's yes. in human form and who isn't. I am in human form. Yeah, it's human. Yeah, human as well. I'm a wolf. Ash. You're going in there in wolf form. Ash. Uh, I really don't think it. <laughs> no, I'm not going, oh, in, going there. in there. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, I think that uh, the people in that church have probably seen scarier things than a werewolf at this point. Um, what about Ashling? Ling, Ashlyn? Uh, I think Ashlyn will be in human form. Because cool. she's got no need to like stay in wolf form for XP purposes. So. <laughs> I could do with being in wolf form, but I'm not going to do it. You it's going to be difficult to negotiate with them if you're just going to say woof. Yeah, exactly. Although, negotiate is probably a <coughs> more genteel and diplomatic word. <clears throat> All right. Okay, I'll go in first and ahead of the ahead of the pack, I suppose. So just describe your entrance for me. It's like a bad 90s movie. I'm standing at the front with the others fanning out behind me in a V-shape and the doors slam open. If it was raining, that would just make it better. But it's a very dark palette. And the doors clang dramatically. Is that what you meant? Uh, sure, that'll do. Yeah. I was just curious about the manner of your entrance. <laughs> just, just out of interest, though, is, is your hair blowing in, a, in an imperceptible breeze when this happens? No, Grace has got short hair. But maybe her jacket's blowing a bit. <laughs> the tassels. Yeah, the jacket. Okay, you got one of those long jackets, yeah. No, it's quite short. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why don't... A nearby paper but, bag is blowing like, The candle flames will flicker. The howl is probably like, just... It's like a wind machine on you, Kraken, isn't it? I'm I'm mainly yeah. long hair. <laughs> nothing. From, else. From what, just nothing but I'm like I'm like a column of hair and I look <laughs> Sweet. great. I have this kind of idea now that Ruby also looks like she's been caught in a wind tunnel as a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway. <laughs> there you go, Josh. I like how you started off really yeah. dramatic and then got less and less cool as you went down. Oh, one of us falls over and hurts our bottom. But isn't that true of movies in the nineties? You know, I was thinking it's a very mm. it's a very British thing to just undercut that steadily more and more. So dramatic into this world. <laughs>